Hello and welcome to the Sensual Being Podcast with myself, your host, Jolene Whiting. I have been a pole dance teacher for nearly 20 years. I'm also a yoga instructor and my favorite pastimes are connecting to my own sensuality, connecting with the world and connecting with animals as well. In this podcast, you'll find new and inventive ways of how you see yourself, connecting yourself with others, and also how you see and view the world around you. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the social conditioning around consuming, buying things, keeping up with the Joneses, and just trying to get the next new gadget thing, gizmo that comes out. Hello and welcome back, you glorious sensual being. I hope you have been enjoying this time of year. Um, So I know it can be a bit stressful for some people or for most. Um, I am talking about Christmas. So the holiday time can bring a lot of stress. So whilst I am talking about Christmas, I'm actually going to be diving more into the consumerism conditioning side of it. So if you are listening to this podcast in the middle of summer, um, then still listen to it because it is more on the consuming side than actual Christmas side. Um, But I thought it was quite relevant to do it at this time of year. So consuming is it a problem is it not well you could argue that it keeps the economy going so it's great but if it keeps the economy going that means they want you to really consume a lot lot more than you actually need um so is this a problem it can be it's not always so i'm giving you two sides of the coin here so you remember you take from it what works for you what resonates with you what gets you thinking Um, And you can leave the other stuff that you're like, ah, do you know what? I like buying this and I like buying that. Carry on as you are, as long as you're happy. I'm just giving you another side to look at this. So I want to cast my mind back to when I was little and my parents used to say to me and my brother, like around Christmas time, what do you want for Christmas? Like what's going on your list? And it's like, there was, when I think back, I think there was a pressure that I had to make a list. I had to think about what I wanted. And do you know what the scary thing is? I wasn't looking at what I had. And that is my driving force for this podcast today, is about looking at what you have. Because I remember when I used to make those lists. So I remember... Me and my brother, we'd sit down, we'd each have, because you used to get these for free, I don't know if you do anymore, um, we used to use a catalogue from either, oh, back at the time, I think it was called Index, oh, um, or Argos, which I know is still going today. So we used to get a catalogue each, because they were free at the time, and we would go through like all the toys section of what we wanted and stuff, and it only really hit me this year. I was thinking about doing this episode and then I thought back to that and I thought I wasn't even wanting what I was putting on the list. Sorry, mum and dad. (laughs) I wasn't even wanting it because if I had wanted it, it would have been top of the list. I wouldn't have had to look to try and like rack up more gift ideas for them. 
Um, but it was like this thing that you did and you probably still do as a as a kid you know you, you get your kids to like write the letters to Santa you know what do you want and stuff like that and I'm thinking why why and sort of when I sort of tie this in with being at school and I remember like when you were at school you know it was, it was very much a class system oh I know there's classes but I mean like um as in like how people lived, you know, some people would get like lots of presents and other people wouldn't get so many, but you were judged, you were judged on what you got, how many things you got, you know, how big the presents were, you were judged on all of this from your friends, I hope, (laughs) maybe it was just me, I don't know, but I do remember like a lot of this like judgment, so when I was writing those lists, to try and think about what I wanted when I, I mean, I'm talking about like when I was, um, let's say around like eight to 10 years old, like that sort of age. Um, but everybody was judging each other on what they had. So the pressure for me to write that list and think about the age, like it's young, these messages of wanting things, consuming things was going in deep. Um, and it, it is still there. I mean, it's really hard sometimes to not think, oh, you know, I want to buy this, want to buy that. You know, we are all in some way, shape or form easily influenced by like our our peers, our friends, um, adverts. You know, the reason why marketing is so big is because it works. Yeah, it works. And it works in really subtle ways. Now, since I turned off my TV and I don't listen to the radio anymore, when I listen to the radio or I catch an advert on the TV, I can hear stuff I'm sure I never heard before. And I'm like, well, that, oh, hang on. I don't know if I like that. That's really interesting. And I can hear things now that are being said to manipulate. It's really weird. And I don't know if that's just started happening this year or if it's been going on the whole time. I can't tell you. Because I don't know, but I, what I'm saying is this stuff starts when we are little and it carries on throughout our lives. You know, you see the people who get like a new car every three years because they need the new car. You can have other reasons for getting a new car every three years. But what I'm talking about are the people who feel they need to get the new car because it's just come out they've got to have the latest one they've got to have the latest phone and the the latest tablet or latest whatever it is it's normally a technology thing or like a car thing in my head um and to be honest I know I I do know this feeling because I'm like this with my pole dancing shoes I love them even though they're made of plastic I still love them but I try now, like, um, there's a brand that I absolutely love and they were, like, releasing a whole new load of stuff. Like, they were doing a whole big drop of everything and I thought, I'm not even going to look because I don't want, because I know what I'm like. And it's not, I'm not doing this episode to say, I live a high life and I don't buy anything. I am a monk. You know, I'm doing this episode because I know how hard it is to resist the temptation of buying stuff. And when... If you were to rack up all the money that you've spent this year on stuff, you'd be horrified. Oh my God, horrified. And 
like I say, you need to take from this what works for you. So yes, I love my pole dancing shoes. No, I don't need to keep buying so many because I have a lovely collection. I've got different colours. I don't need any more, but I might want some if I start having a look. Sometimes for your craft or your hobbies or anything or work, you need to buy stuff. So there is a time and a place to do that. So please, I'm talking about the consuming, the wanting, the keeping up with the Joneses and things like that. But with all this, like I said before, the scary thing is we are conditioned with this from a young age. So it's not your fault. And you know what? It's not your parents' fault either because they're only trying to love you and they're trying to give you everything. Parents want to give you everything because they love you. Yeah. So we're not demonizing parents or their parents. I'm talking about the culture. A lot of what I do in my life on this podcast, the reason why I want to get these messages out there is because I want to try and undo the societal conditioning that has been happening to us all of our lives. No one is exempt from this. We all go through it. How you come out the other side, that is that's down to you, your choice of how much you can see. So I'm hoping this message kind of comes across because <laughs> I feel like it's very important. It's very important. So imagine, if you will, a world in which rather than asking your children, I'll make a Christmas list, what do you want? Get them to make a list for what you have. And we don't have to limit this to children. Can you imagine what a lovely thing this would be? A lovely tradition you could start doing. In, in You can do it any time of year, but I feel like December, there's, for me, there's a lot of gratitude. Yeah. So having this throughout the year is great, but I'm talking about, you know, instead of doing a Christmas list, why don't you get the whole family to write down a list of all the things they're grateful for. You can even make it a competition if you want. See who can get the most things on their list. If you're like, if you feel competitive and you want to do it that way, I'm not a competitive person, but other people are, you know, and they want that like, oh, I wonder how many I can get compared to you. You know, if you need to do that, then gratitude is a brilliant thing. I'm even smiling as I'm saying this because I just think how cute would this be as a family tradition? that you all do this and like I say it doesn't have to just be kids it might just be you doing this and honestly it's such a wonderful thing to do your heart will just open up and I don't think your latest outfit will make it on the list I don't think your latest car will make it on the list unless you know you were you'd recently like written off your car and you've just got one then yeah you're going to be grateful for it but if you're somebody who just upgrades their car all the time when you actually hone in on what is important to you who is important to you and you may be in a position where you've lost people that you love but how grateful are you are you are that you knew them yeah this is how deep gratitude can go. And I know I've got my eyes welling up right now because I'm currently thinking of my dad and my dog, my old dog. So yeah, <laughs> bear with me. Um, but they're happy. They're happy tears. And I feel like my heart, my chest is feeling so warm 
because of that love that I am feeling because I'm thinking of them. And you need that kind of love in your life. You have that kind of love in your life. Everybody has got love in their life, but you have to look, you have to see it. Don't take it for granted because we live in a world which is so busy and it's so much on like marketing the next thing and everything like that. And we forget that what we have, we forget about that. We forget what we have. That is just it. Um, so I really want you to kind of, can you condition yourself to change this mindset from consuming? And particularly this time of year as well, like again, you can do this at any point, but to extend the gratitude out. Now, what do I mean by that? So first of all, you close the gratitude into your little world of who you see, who you've been brought up by, who your children are, who your brothers and sisters are, your loved ones, people you've known, animals, pets, situations, living situations, like where do you live? You know, do you have a garden or, you know, do you have a park nearby? Extending the gratitude out further. You can go further than that. So maybe extending the gratitude out to your job. Maybe you like your job, maybe you don't, but does it pay bills? Does it give you internet and a phone or a laptop or a smart TV to be able to listen to this podcast right now? Yes, it does. There's something to be grateful for. We can extend this out further. I am not done yet. So we can extend this out further. Your Christmas meal, whatever it is that you choose to have, and it doesn't matter what it is, any meal that is in front of you, yeah, how did it get there? Did you go to the supermarket? Yeah, did you buy the food? Was that food cooked for you by somebody else? Oh, it's going further, I know. You go to the supermarket, how did it get there? It was brought there. How was it picked up? Where was it? It was grown. How was it put together? Who picked it? Who grew it? Who, oh my God, you can just extend this out. Did it have to take a flight to get to you? Did it have to do a car journey to get to you? Has it been put together in a factory like biscuits? And we all love biscuits, don't we? How did that get put together? Was it, you know, look at the bigger picture, yeah? Send this love, this love bomb around the world of gratitude. And we see it a lot, particularly, I mean, you see it when you watch anything American, they always sit down and they say, Grace, there's a reason for that. And I don't know why we don't do it more. And I try, as you know, I speak intention into my drinks. I also try and put love into my food. But so often I sit down with a meal and, and I'm hungry and I eat it and then I forget to give any sort of thanks to how it got there. You don't even have to say the stuff out loud. So you can even just sit there and before you eat, just look at the food and feel grateful that it's there, how it got there, how it was grown, how it was manufactured, who helped you. Yeah. And then you can extend it out even further because not only those people, but all the the other people who were their parents. Yeah. Their parents, you're grateful for their parents for making those kids to make the pilot who flew that food over to this country for us. Oh my God. It just goes so, f honestly, it's never ending. And surely 
that feeling is so much nicer than making a list, making a Christmas list, because that stuff means more. That energy makes the world go round. Yeah, it it just does. It flows through the air. And you imagine if this is why I love. So I really love Christmas Eve. Yeah, I've always loved Christmas Eve because there's a magic in the air. There always has been for me. And I know obviously when I was younger, there was a certain magic, which is different now. But there's something about there's like an expectation or an appreciation or both like anything could happen it's magic the night is full of magic people say that word a lot and I just love that feeling it's like a global feeling of energy and I remember this energy just going around and one of the first times I really experienced it um, was down the street that I grew up on and there wasn't there was a very a lady on that street who really wasn't very nice she just was not nice at all um and it was Christmas morning and I was going to my neighbors to drop off some presents I think and um I crossed her on the pavement and I was quite young um let's have a guess again probably about 10 and I crossed her in the street and I was really surprised she went oh Merry Christmas and I went Merry Christmas and I was like oh my god she was really nice she was nice to me she just really wasn't very nice normally but somehow the magical Christmas ah I just love it I I love that kind of feeling that energy and that energy a lot of the time is gratitude and appreciation so don't get bogged down with the stress of it all because that's not what it's about at all and if you feel like you've got children and they're sort of following that same suit, maybe you don't have kids or maybe you see children around Christmas time, like maybe their nieces, nephews and things like that. Maybe you can talk to them and say, oh, you know, what did you most appreciate this Christmas? And if they start reeling off all the stuff that they've just got, you know, they've just opened this, opened that, say, oh no, you know, what was the nicest thing that your parents have done for you this year or what made you feel the most loved or I don't know try and see if you can do your own little conditioning into them to like make them see just how wonderful their life already is and I know people do struggle and things like that but we do have a choice in how we decide to show up in the world like how we decide to go through the world because you cannot live a life which is a hundred percent happy or singing dancing rosy all the time that's not life that's not life but we can always be grateful for those around us for having a roof over our heads um i mean you gotta think anybody living on the street this time of year they didn't pick to be homeless you know, people don't pick these situations, but how you choose to show up is the most important bit. So just share as much gratitude and love as you can. And I hope you have an amazing Christmas time, holiday time. I just hope you have an amazing time, really. I know life is going to give us ups and downs, but I just hope you have an amazing time. <laughs> anyway, thank you for tuning in today and remember to lead through your life with your heart and to live with intention. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and on social media. If you have the time to rate or review this podcast, I'd be ever so grateful. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at Jolene Sensual Being. The links to my YouTube and to sign up to my mailing list will be in the show notes as well. I look forward to speaking with you again very soon.